Hi, you are listening to Trashing Trauma with Tiana Monet. You guys, this podcast is all about identifying your trauma and trashing it so that you can live your fullest life. Yes, that means discovering who you really are, having healthy relationships that actually last, and living without fear. Let's get started. Hi, thank you so much for joining me. Today, I am really excited to break down for all of you what positive toxicity, also known as toxic positivity, and what that really is. I did not always know until recently um, that this was even a thing. And I was so excited to see it. And where I found it was on Instagram. Someone had done a post about positive toxicity. And I was like, what? What is that? And I started to break it down and read about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy. Like, I know people like that. And I never thought that you could, your positivity could be toxic. Um, But at the same time, when I break this down for you and you guys start to understand like what it is, you're going to absolutely know people who do this. Um, If it is you, I want you to offer yourself some grace. If it is you, I want you to be super open um, to this entire podcast because I'm going to show you some examples of things that you can do differently, like really immediately going forward. So let's say, for example, someone has uh, recommended this podcast to you and just said like, Hey, this is what I was talking about. Or, Hey, if you listen to this, this might actually break down a little bit better than what I'm able to do. Um, how you've been behaving or why our communication and our relationship is so jacked up. So just be open because it is something that if you're very intentional, you can change it. Um, and if you acknowledge the truth that you're doing it, um, or if you acknowledge the truth that you're in a relationship that this is happening to you and it's making you super uncomfortable and that person is not willing to change, then you you have a right to uh, make a decision at that point. So let's go through um, positive toxicity, what it is, and how to recognize it, some things that you can do differently. And I really just want to keep it super simple for you. Um, so positive toxicity, uh, it really is defined as being the excess or ineffective overgeneralization of happy things. So being in a very optimistic state across all situations. So for example, no matter what somebody brings to you, you're like, oh, it'll be good or the best is yet to come. And oh, you don't need to worry about that when in all actuality, someone is trying to talk to you. Um, so when you are very optimistic in an optimistic state across all situations, um, this results in denial, minimization, and invalidation of the actual human emotional experience. So you're not allowing someone to really come to you and say, oh my gosh, like I need to talk to you about this thing at work. My boss is killing me. And you just say, or someone responds to you and says, oh man, you're going to get through it. Like you've never not accomplished anything that your boss said for you to accomplish. And they actually came home to talk about it with you or set up a coffee date to talk about it with you. But when you're just suppressing it and being super optimistic, it really eliminates the opportunity for that person to speak about, you know, how the hell they're feeling. And really they, they trust you to some capacity to tell you about their problems. So then it's eliminating, you know, you being able to give them this direct feedback or advice that they're seeking genuinely from you. So some of the things that um, are examples of things that people say when they are, you know, practicing this positive toxicity intentionally or unintentionally, it's like, oh, you'll get over it. Good vibes only. Or, you know, I don't really deal with any negativity. Um, that, that one makes me laugh because I'm like, uh, if you're a human being, you walk outside and there's something negative that's going to happen. But it's all about how you respond to it, right? 
Um, or something that I've heard often in my life is, you know what, you're strong. You always make it through. And I will be the first to say that when that's happened to me, um, I don't really go to a lot of people. I have a, like a smaller circle that I like really trust their advice because of the way that they live their lives. But when it's like, oh, you're strong, you'll be fine. And a lot of those times I've heard that it's been in moments that I'm like, no, I really need to tell you something. So just be mindful of that. Um, some things that you could say. So for example, if you find yourself not um, knowing what to say, right? Like if you seriously don't know what to say when somebody comes to you, but, and also you're a person who just doesn't want any negativity and you can't handle other people's problems, but your own one, you should probably figure out, you know, is interacting with other people a good idea for you? But if you still want to interact with other people, hopefully this podcast will teach you how to be a little bit more human. Um, so instead of saying things like you'll get over it or good vibes only, you could say, oh man, gosh, that sounds like a lot to deal with, um, with your job. So tell me a little bit more about what the interaction with your boss has been. And maybe we can talk about some, some different, uh, ways to approach the conversation going forward with your boss. Perfect. Then maybe you can role play with this person, right? Um, maybe someone's like, gosh, I just feel like giving up. Like school is really hard. I, I can't do this. My grades are slipping or I have all A's, but maybe I'm just not interested in being a doctor anymore. So I want to switch it up. Don't say, man, you better be a doctor. They make great money. Something that you can say in turn would be, it's okay to want to give up sometimes. Like let's talk through your ideal outcome, maybe some possible ways that you can rediscover um, or reconnect with why you wanted to become a doctor in the first place. So ultimately, the counter to the positive toxicity is to actually engage in that conversation. It's not to dismiss, because positive toxicity is very dismissive. So it's to not dismiss the person that's coming to you. So let's just jump into this. People who are toxic, with their positivity are people who have not dealt with their own stuff. So for example, if you are someone who's not dealt with the fact that you have issues or traumas, and hearing anything from someone else is gonna seem super difficult. So the people in my life that I've known that had shown me a lot of positive toxicity um, are people who have had like abandonment issues, people who maybe live alone and um, their family's not nearby them or people who just have like a lot of harbored trauma and that are maybe older in life and haven't really faced it. So how that, those relationships really impacted me was that I wasn't able to communicate my bad days. I basically was not allowed to have a bad day. That's what it felt like because when I would even say something like, man, my job is really challenging today, or gosh, I really had a hard time with my daughter or, you know, something of difficulty was expressed they would just say, oh yeah, well, you'll be fine. Like, I don't even know why you're worried about that. Like you always figure it out. It's not a big deal. But then there was never any like adult dialogue, right? Or friendship, um, an opportunity to just really talk through it with me. And what I came to find out as those friendships continued that I realized this person had like a lot of toxicity and, and or those people and they were holding in a lot of stuff on their own. So they truly did not have the room or the compassion for themselves to even know how to have compassion for other people. So um, some characteristics of people who will be the ones to show us the positive toxicity are people who really mask a lot of their pain. Maybe they, they drink or maybe they want to dress super nice or have nice things and they just create their life 
to be something that's perceived as perfect and good. So they make it very comfortable, like this comfortability bubble around them. um, And they don't face the true things that have gone on in their past. And that eliminates them from having compassion for themselves. And if you don't have compassion for yourself, you really can't have compassion for others. And I will just want to say this. I really believe that world peace starts with us on the inside. And when we acknowledge our own negative emotions and we understand what we're dealing with on the inside of ourselves, this does increase the compassion that we have for ourselves. And then we will want to also have the more grace and compassion for other people. And we will have to know how to handle this. Um, We'll know how to handle hard times better when we handle them for ourselves. So for example, I have been a single mom for 12 years and I am more compassionate with other single moms because I've acknowledged that being a single mom is hard. Now, if I were to still be in denial of, no, I got this. It's super easy. I'm fine. I'm not the typical single mom. I'm not getting assistance or, you know, that type of stuff. So I am, I'm good. I'm not technically a single mom because I don't struggle. But when I realized that there were other forms of struggle in my single motherhood of, you know, being lonely, or it is hard to keep the house clean, run a corporate job and a business, or it is hard to raise a preteen. So when I started to acknowledge those different levels of struggle or difficulty within my single motherhood, I was able to have more compassion for other women. So my door or my, my phone and my heart were a lot more open to receive, you know, what is, could be perceived as negativity, but it really is just the human emotional experience that we all go through. So that is very important for us to realize that are we creating this bubble around us that is saying, nope, no negativity here. I'm good. Like I don't deal with the drama, can't handle it. But in what context are you saying that? So obviously no one wants to have drama where it's like actual drama, where people are calling you and gossiping on your phone or whatever. But it's when you just don't even want to deal with anybody else and you don't even know how to be there for other people. It's because you most likely probably don't know how to be there for yourself. Um, So it can be intentional. So intentional positive toxicity would be something like brushing someone's um, experience or feelings under the rug. An unintentional case of this would be just not knowing what to say. So let's say, for example, you already know about positive toxicity and you're trying to get better at it. Some examples that you can use or as a t- in your toolbox going forward would be somebody comes to you and says, um, okay, so I had this really bad breakup. I caught my boyfriend cheating and I just don't know what to do. And this person is hysterical crying. And you genuinely don't know what to say because maybe you've never been cheated on before. Uh, maybe you didn't like the boyfriend. So you're kind of like, Hell yeah, glad that's over, right? But this person's clearly hurt. So you could say something like, oh my gosh, I'm really sorry to hear that. I know this probably has completely crushed you. I really, I just don't know what to say. I've never experienced this before. I have no idea what to say, but I really trust you with coming and telling me this. And that welcomes the person. It offers them the capacity to even tell you more because they feel like you've created a safe space for them but also it doesn't have you ignore, isolate, or dismiss their feelings, which is very important for us to remember because positive toxicity is good to know about whether you're the one doing it or whether you're the one receiving it because 
As human beings, it is natural for us to want to talk about things that are going on. And honestly, the people that I follow on social media, the people that I look up to are the people who are super honest and real, whether it's somebody that has stretch marks or feels like some days they just don't want to be a mom because it's super freaking hard. Um, people who will admit that they hate their job, but they just need to pay their bills. Just honest, genuine, goodness people. You don't like have to take that as negative because somebody's having a real experience. I don't know one person on this planet that has never had a bad day or something that was super hard or their heart broken or loss of money or job or a shelter. So I think it's important for us to remember that when we're not only dealing with other people, but when we're dealing with ourselves. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with you if you have some unsolved trauma inside of you. And that's why this podcast exists is because I want to make clearing or trashing your trauma a very safe in place for you because it's uncomfortable. There are things that you're going to have to face. And a lot of times that we have trauma that is not moved, removed from our lives. It's seriously because it's so uncomfortable to heal. You're going to have to remember things that you never wanted to remember. Um, You're going to have to say things out loud that you never wanted to ever say again. And you may have to ask for forgiveness. You may have to forgive. And so it's important that you recognize that by not acknowledging your trauma and proceeding in a forward direction in your life, refusing to acknowledge it, but just saying like, whatever, I'm not talking about that, but everything's good. Everything's great. Everything's positive. And then eventually losing a lot of people in your life because you don't have the capacity to show compassion you're going to end up very lonely. And that's really not something that's comfortable for for anyone, nor do we want that for you. So as I mentioned earlier on, I'm always going to reference the book From Poverty to Power by James Allen. If you've not ordered it on Amazon, you can order it in a couple of different forms. You can order just the actual book or you can order um, As a Man Thinketh. That includes the bonus book, which happens to be From Poverty to Power by James Allen. And What I'm going to read to you to close out this podcast today, I really hope it resonates with you. So what I want you to listen for is James Allen talking us through how discovering something about us that's uncomfortable because it's harboring us and it's impacting us and enabling us to stay in this very traumatic state. So which in this case, if you have recognized that you have positive toxicity in your life, whether you're the one receiving it or delivering it, it's uncomfortable. No one wants to be wrong. No one wants to be the bad guy. No one wants to be the one with the trauma. Okay. But this is where you offer yourself grace. You go through it hard and you have the ability to see that victory on the other end of this. So what I'm going to read for you is out of the chapter called the way out of undesirable conditions. And please listen intently as this will show you how important knowing and having truth in your life is for your overall success. So it says, such knowledge leads to strength and power. And it is upon such knowledge alone that a true life and an enduring success and happiness can be built. To be patient under all circumstances and to accept all conditions as necessary factors in your training is to rise superior to all painful conditions and to overcome them with an overcoming which is sure and which leaves no fear of their return. For by the power of obedience to law, they are utterly slain. By obedience, you are working in harmony with the law, have identified with the law, and whatsoever you conquer, you conquer forever. Whatsoever you build, you can never destroy. 
The cause of all power, as of all weakness, is within. The secret of all happiness, as of how misery is likewise within. There is no progress apart from unfoldment within, and no sure foothold of prosperity or peace except by orderly advancement of knowledge. Listen and let my words burn themselves into your heart, for that I for that which I say to you is truth. You may bring about that improved condition in your outward life, which you desire, if you will unservingly resolve to improve your inner life. I know this pathway looks barren as its commencement. Truth always does. It is only error and delusion which are at first inviting and fascinating. But if you undertake to walk it, if you perseveringly discipline your mind, eradicating your weakness and allowing your soul forces and spiritual powers to unfold themselves, you will be astonished at the magical changes which will be brought about in your outward life. As you proceed, golden opportunities will be strewn across your path and the power and judgment to properly utilize them will spring up within you. Genial friends will come unbidden to you. Sympathetic souls will be drawn to you as the needle is to the magnet and books and all outward aids that you require will come to you unsought. So I love this and it is perfect and it is beautiful and it's just so well said of, hey, yeah, it's uncomfortable to know that you have positive toxicity in your life, period. It is, but face it, understand that it's truth, be open to healing and going through that process. Because once you open up and you go through that process and you have that obedience, you are working in harmony with the greatest law, right? And it's going to be uncomfortable. At the beginning, everything seriously is. But if you persevere with your discipline in your mind, okay, you just get rid of all of that weakness and you just face it head on, great things are going to come for you. So once you, let's say, for example, today, as we end this podcast, you're like, you know what? I want to get better. I am so guilty of just kind of good vibes only. I only want good things in my life and I'm suppressing people. My girlfriend or my boyfriend or my best friend say that I never know how to listen or my maybe your children. Maybe you um, don't want to hear anything bad coming out of the mouths of babes. You know, like you don't want to hear anything that your children have to say. Then I want you to be open to say, I want to get better at this and start to research positive toxicity on your own. Let that resonate with you at your own stillness and in your own quiet time. And then take the tools and resources that you discover, which are the counter counter responses that you can use to really help rediscover your trauma so that you can heal it or acknowledge it if you already are surely aware of it. And then also use each interaction as they come as an additional opportunity to get better and give yourself grace. It's not always going to be easy. Somebody might catch you on a bad day where you just really don't feel like you have the capacity to, to have to take on somebody else's, you know, thoughts or problems or just their conversation, but get back to them. You know what? I know this is really important. I want to make sure that I'm very present with you when we talk about this. Do you mind if we talk in a couple of hours or does tomorrow at 10 a.m. work for you? That's so fair to say because it's not dismissive. And just try to not be dismissive. And then if you are being dismissed, feel free to share this podcast with someone who has um, you feeling very uncomfortable and not noted and unnoticed. And I just really hope and pray that it's something that resonates with everyone and that this is clearly, clearly kind of just laid out there for you. So 
Be sure that you're acknowledging your own negative emotions, understanding what it is that you're going through um, and understanding that we all deal with things because we're human and we have that human emotional experience that we're all living. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to be with you on the next podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I truly hope that you heard something today that resonated with you and that you can instantly implement into your life to make it so much better. Now, I want to be sure that you subscribe to this show wherever you get your podcast. And I also want to ask that you give us a five-star rating so that we can meet more people. Share this podcast literally with every single person that you know. We all have our trauma and the healing process is so real. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next podcast.